back to Just Black Talking. We're here again today with a different topic. What do you guys think are the most sold liquors in the world? Hennessy. Okay. Hennessy. Hennessy Yak. Yeah. <laughs> Smirnoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mean type or, or, well, or any, label? Uh, label name. So, so first, what kind of spirit? And then what, what, what labels do you think? Probably say vodka. Well, I'm gonna take the elephant in the room. It's vodka. It's vodka. Well, yeah, so as you sit said. here with a communion right. uh, carousel <laughs> of vodka cups, <laughs> yeah. So vodka is actually um, uh, one of the most sold liquors in the world internationally. It is the number one liquor sold in the United States, and with good reason. I, I think that. it's it's neutral, it's blendable, and I mm-hmm. think it has a lot of appeal. But interestingly. The the alcohols that are moved the most, sold the most, vodka was number one, but has been overtaken. And it's actually a Jinro, a South Korean soju that is kicking everybody in the I mean I never would have guessed that. They nah, they get nah, most busy and they're moving about right about eighty million units. And those are nine liter cases, right? So they're moving like eighty million. The uh the next guys are Mostly Indian whiskeys, several of them. Okay. okay. Vodka. World or U.S.? No, these are world. Okay. I mean, these world. are things we've never heard of. So, so Jinro, you know, you may have seen, I think, but yeah. it's pretty much uh, uh, over there. Officer's Choice is, is number two. That's an Indian whiskey. Its main competitor is McDowell's whiskey. That's mm-hmm. another Indian whiskey. Smirnoff comes in. Next, okay, and that's the most, I guess, globally recognized on that yeah, because you that. get that yeah. all over the place. But then you go to the Philippines; they have a brandy called um, Imperador. Then there's uh, another Indian whiskey, Imperial Blue, Royal Stag, okay. Then another Philippine rum. This time, I think it's pronounced uh, Tandui. Then number nine, Johnny Walker, okay. okay. I mean, yeah, you know, name you, recognition. yeah, name yeah. recognition. You travel, you're always going to see Johnny Walk on there. And and number ten, at least on on this particular listing, was was Bacardi. So funny that some of the m- most sold spirits in the world are local. They're regional. You know, you're talking mm-hmm. India and Philippines and stuff like that. Population. But, well, huge populations, and that's something yeah. here as Americans we lose sight of that mm-hmm. we are not the biggest show in town. <laughs> but no. anyway, so as we said, we're sitting in front of a bunch of vodka. And uh, part of the reason is uh, I got curious. The U.S. government defines vodka as a neutral spirit distilled so as to be odorless, flavorless, tasteless, and colorless. That's a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. So if something doesn't have a smell, doesn't have a taste, like what's, what are we talking about? 
Actually, the government definition says it shouldn't have any distinctive character, odor, flavors, or such like that. But just because it's not distinctive doesn't mean there can't be a distinction. So I started thinking to myself, because I don't don't drink much vodka, but... This guy does. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you're here. Um, Right. But how can people do this? So as we talk casually with friends and, and ask people around, they get very passionate about the vodka. No, I only drink this one, and I I can tell the difference. Oh, yeah, I know some of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got some of those. And so it's kind of like, can you really? Because, one, are you usually drinking vodka straight? Never. No. And so if you're not, then how can you tell what your Red Bull <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like. I think a lot of it might have to do with people seeing what bottle is coming out of. Well, that's the mm-hmm. thing. I mean, this mm-hmm. is heavily influenced by marketing and imagery. I got to tell you, yeah, because liquor bottles is got to be right up there with like perfume bottles now, and 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 how they go about all of the artistry that goes into it. Because it's like blowing my mind how I've, all the different ones starting to come out. I've forgotten the brand, but there's actually a liquor bottle that was designed by an architect. We're getting into these super premium things now. So there's, I think there's a $60 bottle elite um, is out there. And just like everything else, you feel like you put a bigger price tag on it. It must infer some better quality. Mm-hmm. Branding matters, right? You, you've got everything from, um, Puff Daddy and everybody's dressed up in tuxedos and commercials like the Rat Pack, you know. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, it seems like when you're out at the bar or the, or the club or wherever it is, you're buying that vodka based on the marketing and the imagery that you think it has. And I think vodka is at a disadvantage versus scotch or rum or bourbon because the distinctiveness of it and the distinctions are nuanced. So I personally believe there are differences, vodka to vodka, uh, which there must be because people are having preferences. But today, let's try to see if we can find out some. Now, Mike, do you have a go-to vodka? I would say lately it's been Tito's. Mm -hmm. Uh, For years and years, it was uh, Kettle One Mm -hmm. Um, before then. Before. It was in a plastic jug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was whatever my uncle brought me. Okay. Yeah. 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 So then now Tito's you go to because of cost, because of taste, because of quality? I, I would say Tito's is I go with the the one that tastes the best with the mixer that I usually go with, which is lemonade. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't do the cranberry juice anymore. It's a little bit too sweet for me unless you go with the, the dry one. So whatever tastes best with that mixer tends to end up being my, my favorite ones that I never really cared for was Belvedere. Grey Goose was a, was a, was a decent one. I just didn't like the prices of those because Kettle One seemed to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think Kettle One's slightly less expensive than yeah. Belvedere. Yeah. Murph, what about you? You got a, you got a go-to? Yeah. I've been partial to, uh, Ciroc and Tito's for mm-hmm. a number of years now. Like you, I don't drink much vodka at mm-hmm. all. Tend to prefer my, my rum brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my liquor browns, right. so so that leaves, you know, rums and bourbons and, and uh, whiskeys. Yeah. And then being Caribbean, you know, rum has always been my go-to. Um, but when I do dabble in vodka, it's it's typically, you know, I, I favor Tito's and Syrah. And again, is it, is it taste for you? It's taste. Okay. So, so like, you can like, tell the difference if you think it's something else in there. You're like, I just don't like the way this is going yeah, down. Yeah. Okay. And look, they're, they're made from different things, different brands, corn, 
wheat, potatoes. There's even a new sweet potato vodka out. So basically, any veg, anything that can ferment can be made into vodka. Grapes, uh, grapes uh, which is becoming a popular thing. And then there's, there's, as I mentioned, outside of flavors, we're not talking about flavors today. We're not talking about the the the, the cinnamon the churro flavored <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, peaches. Yeah, and that's a real thing. <laughs> but they do have other additives that can be added. There can be sugar added, and there can be citric acid added mm-hmm. to balance that sugar kind of a neat experiment, you mix yourself up like a white Russian, something with cream, and add the vodka that has that citric acid in it. Mm-hmm. It'll curdle that milk. You'll see that milk start to do that weird thing. And then you're like, ah, I guess this isn't the purest of vodkas after all. Right? Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's definitely something to it. And each one of those base foundations has its own flavor profile. So wheat, people describe as having a little bit more citrus flavor. Potatoes can be more fruit almost, like cherries and mm-hmm. figs. Grapes, obviously, are going to be fruitier. Your corn also has a sweetness, a fruitiness to it. Mm-hmm. Rye can be a little spicier, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And there's all these different brands that, that, you know, we can name brands to a blue in the face. So you guys have already mentioned, I think, uh, Ciroc, Tito's. Tito's is, is really tearing up market share. Exploding. It's exploding, but it's still lagging, you know? I mean... Um, Behind some of the leaders. And then what was the other one, Mike? You had... Uh, Kettle One. Kettle, Kettle One. Kettle, Kettle one. one. So Kettle One from the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. And, and Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Grey Goose is French, uh, wheat-based. Mm-hmm. Tito's is American, of course. We're getting into this weird thing now. So it's like premium vodka. They're talking about handcrafted Tito's, right? Right. Uh, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, there's ones now that are doing terroir. You know, they're, it's single... single estate produced rye that they're using and they're starting to try their best to I guess appeal to that that romantic side of drinking that some of the other alcohols have. You know, you you have a history to some of the uh the bourbons, the whiskeys. So vodka's getting into that game all the while pushing the price point up. So what we're gonna try to figure out today is let's go through we've got six samples, all indistinguishable from one another. And let's just Very go nice. through and we'll start. We've got some we've got some cue words that we can use to help describe what we're looking at, smelling, tasting, and just what our overall experience is. And at the end of it, we'll try to do a little synopsis and see, you know, we think we like sample A or sample D and these are the reasons why. And then then I'll we'll do the big reveal. Yes. Of all the podcasts to stumble into. Uh, yes. <laughs> Come in from the cold. All the podcasts, this is, this all is the places in the world. Okay. I do want to say one one thing. I want to echo uh, what Merv was saying about rum being the go-to. Vodka, to me, has always been functional. I do it on a Tuesday after work, slide into the rest of the day's work, and not have any ill effect the next morning. And I think that's what it's become for a lot of people, but it is starting to get pretty fancy now. It's getting a bit fancy and it's getting a bit costly. Mm -hmm. And Jen's making a comeback as well. You know, everyone's trying to stay, stay relevant, stay in the game. I think when you do talk about quality and even if you can dispel a myth for somebody that maybe you are paying for a negligible change in quality, they'll say, but I don't get a hangover. Right. Right. I, if I drink yep. something cheaper, I'll get a hangover. And that, that's a different experiment for a different podcast. Right? Yeah. Also, we're going to have another one. We're going to do drinking. it again. All right. We're going to do it again. So, look, without further delay, we could just have at it and we'll reconvene. But if there's something you feel as you're tasting them, just, you know, shout it out. And then we'll we'll come back to this at the end. No cheating across <laughs> each other's uh, notes. But yeah, let's, let's see what we got. Now. 
six samples, and I'm not going to tell you guys any of the brands going in. Okay. Okay. So you just kind of, right now you're going blind strictly off of whether you like, dislike, or are indifferent, I guess. And this is a race, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you do it upside down. (laughs) On three. And I'm 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 joining in too. So you got to do whatever you want, whatever pace you want. Well, definitely salute, brother. Salute. Salute. That would be my wife opening champagne loudly <laughs> in the background. She's like, damn your vodka. <laughs> yeah, your vodka can kiss my ass. Yeah. So I'm glad I wrote down what order I put them in. I can't tell the difference this shit. Mm. <laughs> this might be one of those that after like two or three of them. Yeah. Might have to like burn your taste buds, like <laughs> scorched like, earth. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like reset them. Well, that's the thing about um, trying to pace yourself and going with intention when you when you're tasting it to see we're not just sipping because you're gonna you, you you'll fatigue. Yeah, well, it's funny because I after the first one I have to remember most of these tastes they don't they don't drink the whole thing. No, it's, no, you just have just enough to get your your yeah. components down and then. We'll make the world's worst Cosmo afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's remarkable. These are subtle differences, but you can definitely tell there's a difference between one and the other. And I guess in the end, it's going to come down to how are you drinking your vodka? If you're just dumping it into orange juice, maybe it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. But um, if you're drinking it straight, or if you're drinking it straight or rocks or or with a food, you know, see, it's funny, too, because it's just like beer. A lot of people don't like I've been to a number of beer seminars and stuff like that. And a lot of people don't look at it in terms of tasting with Mm -hmm. beers. And so the the seminar would show you like the tasting and stuff, because here's a funny thing. Vodka is going to taste different. You having it with OJ in the morning after you didn't have coffee. You know, in terms mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. sure. you know, like a screwdriver or something mm-hmm. like that. But then you slide into the evening, you start hitting it with a little bit of lemonade or straight. But I'm tell you, for a person that drank vodka, last time I had it straight was probably like 10 years ago. Last time I had it straight was yesterday. <laughs> God, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> so that's, you know, that's the way that goes. It ain't. It just ain't one of the ones. Other than tasting it to see, is this a yeah. vodka I like? Right. Well, you know, again, that that communion thing I was talking about, the first time I saw that was at Russia House down in D.C. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd order up. They literally would bring out a communion tray filled with shots of vodka, and then you'd get a similar tray of caviar, whatever else you ordered, smoked right. fish. It was, it was cold-blooded. COVID has put them on hiatus for I the moment. But I tell you, that's the one thing, man. If there's one thing besides people dying about COVID and all of this stuff, it's like going to say, say you picking up food at like uh, Ruth Chris, sliding up to the bar, ordering from the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gone. It's gone. That now. and like I can't explain it to people, yeah. but that feeling, that that. I, feeling you know what of, though, Mike? A lot of people don't have that experience on a regular basis. I did. You did. Yeah. Just our jobs. Uh, I was single for a while, going to eat my dinner at the bar. That yeah. kind of experience. Everybody, I don't think, has that experience. So, so they're not missing it like I'm missing it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's man, it's something else because, like, the wife be like, "You ordering?" I'm like, "I order from the bar." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's true. And yeah. you just sit there. The first time I ever had a Peroni, I was at um, 
Sitting at the bar. I had just got mm-hmm. out of um, to happy place. medical school. I was at, uh, what's one of those ones? Macaroni Grills. Yeah, or one some, of them. Some kind of chain. The, the one that's still in existence. No, nah, not that one. The higher. Carabas. Carabas. Now, sitting at Carabas, I sat there and the lady poured me a, a Peroni. I was like, this is. Because I've had the French one, like the 1770s, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, 1664, uh-huh, whatever. Six, uh-huh. Yeah. And the prony I was sitting there then gave me garlic shrimp scampi. Oh, you were having your good time. I almost didn't go home. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to start singing Bobby, Bobby Brown remixes. The thing about Peroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's, but it's made me, COVID has made me think about COVID that type is, of stuff. Man. COVID has done a lot to the culture of drinking. Uh, whether people drink at home now that didn't used to, mm-hmm. some people still go out. They just like I have to, I, I got to do it. Every so often, man, I slap on the mask and I ride. I just keep the house stocked. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are my emergency rations. Yeah, my, my bartending game has stepped up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Well, what we're gonna find out is whether or not you need to put vodka back in your rotation. Because most of my cocktails, I, I haven't been using it, but. So, you know, what's interesting is the one drink, because the very first drink that I ever mm. got, like, destroyed on in college, Gin and Tom Collins. Mm. I went 20-something years. Without drinking another Gin and Collins? Yeah. Or oh, Tom Collins, I should say? Yeah, it's that right. bad. Uh. <laughs> what kind of gin were you running? The worst. The worst. <laughs> I don't know, but it came in a, in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Oh, well, this is I interesting. Know, most, of them, most of these have been pleasant. Hold on. Yeah, the most have been pleasant. And I just came across one that has a completely different profile. Mm, I know which one that is. Yeah, that that was completely I can, different. I can guess that one. I'm gonna, that's the one I'm going to go back and drink. You going to go back for that one? I think we're all out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Man, now you got me interested in mm-hmm. this reveal, man. Yeah, you're curious, right? I mean, it's, 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 you know, we think we know. We think we know what we know, but we may not be so sure. This one is yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing if I'm all wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> well, it's funny because when you first brought it to me, I was just like, man, I ain't drank vodka straight in yeah. like years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only time I drank it straight was I was too... I was too poor to have a mixer. Cold blooded. You know, it was it was suggested to me that I've got the wrong crowd here because apparently the people who are still drinking it straight are college students. A different variety. They're not not like when we were in school. We would get a hold of one thing and run that down and you nourish it. And yeah, and that was it. But have these kids with it. Well, these kids <laughs> these kids have us as parents, which yeah. means we out here doing too much and they got too much money and they, you know, yeah. they 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 y'all have, went y'all went in school down in the South, man. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, we had a bottle of Southern Comfort. Jesus Christ, a bottle of Smirnoff. It had Jack Daniels because we was only 20 miles from uh, from uh, Lynchburg. Yeah, from Lynchburg, we had some uh, wild turkey, mm-hmm. and then we had um, Trace Buffalo Trace. Oh, good Trace, got some Trace behind. You. Yeah, and so what no, we, would you we, call them? Short whiskey. Short, short boy. Short oh, the fat, the fat, short, fat bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, dude, that that was our name. It was yeah. Fat boy. Yeah, tall and slim, and some uh, Captain Morgan's. It's tall and slim, so cool. So yeah, 
We were standing around in a circle. Six bottles, six friends. Seven bottles, seven friends. Mm-hmm. And before the party, everybody took a swig and, and passed. <laughs> took a swig and passed. Those were the good old days. Yeah, man. Those were the good old days. Now we like, nah, man. No, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, you done, you, done named, you done named every mishap I've ever had in my life with those bottles. Turkey and <laughs> Southern Turkey, Comfort. Not, and the Southern Comfort oh, no, 100. No, 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 easy Jesus, baby. Oh, Irk and Jerk. Easy. Easy Jesus, baby. Easy. That's right. when you're feeling sophisticated. You wanted some brandy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you really was, uh, what was my man? Paul. What was it? Paul, Paul Mason? Yeah. Or Mason? Yeah. Paul yeah. Mason. Yeah. Paul Mason? Yeah. That's when we was like, somebody got the aid check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Financial aid then came through. So let's see. Are we almost wrapped up for our first go through? Yeah. Almost there. Almost there. It's going to be interesting to see what we got. If you do go back, if there's anything left, this time go back and go just pick out your clear favorites, your your winners and your losers. Okay, which one do you say that this shouldn't be allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never again. And which one is uh is 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 something you want more of? So you could never do this with whiskey. Why not? Because it'd be interesting. Because if you drink it enough. You know the intricacies of every like. Yeah, I can smell Jack Daniels upstairs in the corner. Sure, yeah, but that's just because that's all we. That's, they, somewhere on this planet, there are vodka drinkers that could do that right here. They they yeah. know exactly what we were dealing with. I think our it's our predilection. We drink brown, and so yeah, it's it's hard for you to pass off an just inferior from the quality because of, yeah, even the the caramel or oh, yeah. the you know the, the barrel like just you could tell just. I mean, how it cut in the light. Yeah. you like, oh, No, you know, and there's tricks, right? I mean, we've all heard of the bartender tricks. We all mm-hmm. know the phenomenon that after a first drink or two, you, you, you kind of can't tell what's going on. But that's where some of this comes in to be relevant. Because if you are beholden to a very pricey vodka. We back on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. If you're back on to a very pricey vodka that you can't distinguish after your first vodka, mm-hmm. are you just wasting money? Yes. Sounds yeah. like perhaps no, you I'm, are. I'm, yeah. I'm going to tell you, just from being a bartender, don't ever order vodka from the bartender. Really? <laughs> at least not at his as, bar. As a straight or <laughs> mixer or a period. Being a bartender, if someone came to me and said, give me a double pour of vodka straight on ice or something like mm-hmm. that, they're going to get what they wanted. They ordered. Someone just trying to, like, um, but this is me. Chicago, like, and someone is um trying to like top bill and 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 be out there looking chest puffed out. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're drinking. And vodka is one of those drinks that you you could always save money on vodka. Yeah, because um, people the, mix it so much. I think the difference between the highs and the lows are so small. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas yeah, if you're coming in for for scotch or or whiskey or something like that, especially. For routine drinkers, they know the taste, the smell, the look of their drink. I certainly can distinguish the ones that I prefer, but there's still that palate fatigue, mm-hmm. even amongst that. You you go in and you get your Van Winkle all you want up mm-hmm. front, but I can guarantee you that you're just not going to enjoy it the same level on mm-hmm. on the, the third one, or you know. And I got to tell you, it's, it's especially the ones that roll up to the bar. I used to roll up to the bar, say. Say Belvedere, and then turn and look at the crowd. 
See, see what they want the reaction? <laughs> You're like, oh, we got another one over here. The satisfaction of the street crowd reaction. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like I mean, Joker. we get so much of our influence from music and pop culture. Which one of your hip-hop heroes drinks this, that, or the other? Mm-hmm. I mean, for years, every time buddies of mine would get together, somebody would bring the Hennessy, right? And, and I'd drink it like everyone else. And every time, I was like, I don't like this. Like, it's super sweet. I don't particularly like the flavors. I've since come to like other cognac. Mm-hmm. But, you know, granted, they weren't always bringing the, the, the best quality <laughs> in the sea to the party. But, but it was one of those things where where did we even get those ideas from? And you get those ideas from all these pop icons mm-hmm. and, 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 and clues. And obviously, marketing in vodka, I mean, when it's defined as something that has no taste, yeah. then marketing has to play a heavy role in it. It is marketing, but also in our generation, it's sandwiched between like when, you know, liquor ass had to leave the TV. And so then you, our generation, a little bit younger, they couldn't advertise straight liquor anymore. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then what happened is we learned that from, from rap, from H, right. you know, hip hop right. and stuff like that. And so then, but we also had that sandwich generation where the the uncles, the the single uncle that was the cool one, the one you slide in there, he'll pull out a a, a bottle of henny, which you didn't realize that, that that uncle wasn't on nothing. Yeah, and I ain't trying to run yeah. down henny. I'm just yeah. saying you you it was either that or Crown Royal. Yeah, it was different. My age. Yeah, it was different <laughs> in the time Royal. though. Yeah, yeah but. And, and look, each of these things they have—they're all those brands are entities. They—they—they they, they have kept themselves alive. They've reinvented themselves. They've stayed relevant mm-hmm. in different ways. And flavored liquor is a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So you, Crown Royal is doing all the vanilla and the apple and all, and people mm-hmm. love it. I don't, <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people love it because I think a lot of people drink. And they don't want to know that they're drinking. They mm-hmm. don't want to taste any alcohol necessarily. They want these other flavors. They want these distractions. No, I'm here for pain. I'm here. <laughs> I, I need to know exactly what time it is when I put it on. So I mean, and I I wasn't like into the um, like the craft bartending and and, and and you know the flair and all mm-hmm. of that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Don't talk bad about my flair. No, I, no. I, <laughs> hey, hey. It is. Athletic, yeah, no. <laughs> it is something to be seen. I, I, I've been friends with some of those guys, and what they do is amazing, just um, remarkable. But a person who can make drinks, mix drinks, and I pour one pour with an ice cube. Now we talking. That's all I do, and, and I usually it's usually uh, rum. The only thing I mix is vodka. Yeah, well, and I drink it. He's yeah. he's a little too neutral for me on a day to day basis. I like to hear a little story on my palate. I like to have a little dynamic mm-hmm. taste going down. But look, yeah. to each his own. And I, I think that what I think from our little experiment here today is I may have a little bit more respect for vodka as a bland, neutral mm-hmm. spirit. Uh, it's not aged. Okay, like some of the other things that we enjoy, that's just not the nature of what it's about. But there, it is still a craft. It is still to be regarded with some level of respect and perhaps distinction. Speaking of distinction, I see you eye raping that <laughs> that number F. That number that that, is F. that F? Uh-huh. F. Mm-hmm. We went yeah. A through F. So F. shall we go through? Shall we go through some? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we have okay? So first things first. Any clear losers? Anything that you just felt like I don't like this? Now here's the funny thing because I I got a feeling it's gonna be the one and ones I drink the most, but I did not like B. Okay. Okay. What uh, was it? What was it? How did you rate it? I, I put dislike. I drew an arrow by cheap because I'm not going to call it cheap because I got a sinking feeling that it's the one I <laughs> So I'm not going to call it cheap. You're hedging but, your bets. You're hedging yeah. your bets. A little watery, a little buttery. Run a little taste on them yeah. again. Run a little taste on them again. Now, as you do that and as we describe these things, also tell me, what is your ideal? What do you want a vodka to taste like? Do you want it to taste watery? Do you not want it to taste watery? Right. Because, again, odorless, flavorless, colorless right. is the definition of a vodka. And the burn. Got some burn to you on sample B. On sample B. It's got the burn. It's a little, so it's a little buttery, but it, but it has burn. Now, here's going an interesting thing about me and my palate. I love rum. Mm-hmm. I do not like tasting the sugar in other liquor. Because if it's going to be sugar, I might as well, might as well rum. drink rum. Sure. And 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 this is sound a little weird, but it's a little hint of sugar. So you taste a little sweetness yeah. there and you feel a little afterburn. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, it, it's hard for people like us that drink other things because we're drinking vodka wanting it to taste like bourbon. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not, <laughs> right? yeah, not going to happen. That's right. not what's going to happen here. So. But okay, all right. So I think that's I think that's uh, at least legitimate, honest feedback mm-hmm. on what you're getting from that. What about you? On this first one, I got. We're talking about your worst one now. Who, oh, my who, worst yeah, one. Yeah, who's who's thinking? Because uh, we can just cut him you know, out the I, conversation. I, I, I had, I had several dislikes. Oh man. wow, hoity yeah. um, toity, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> B, B and C. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, I didn't like um, C. I really didn't. I really didn't like C. B. Um, Wait, God damn! You done cut off the whole. So you didn't like. What didn't you like? You didn't like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, die B, die. C is actually the only one I gave an unpleasant to. Okay, so you found C to be unpleasant. Yeah, okay. I, I found it to be unpleasant and harsh, and and B I found to be harsh. Okay, with an afterburn, which I'm not okay. fond of. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I like you I like some burn there. Okay, I like to experience my liquor in my mouth, not in my throat afterwards. Mm. No, that's I, that's I valid. Want the party to end. After I swallow. That's valid. That's right. valid. Right. That's valid. Okay, BC, but you had a third one that you threw out with the bathwater too. Um, yes. D. B, C, and D. Yeah. What was what was about D? What, what did the, you what did D, you experience? Uh, it, it seemed harsh. Mm-hmm. Afterburn. Mm-hmm. Which was surprising to me because it was creamy. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was creamy. I, I'm I'm not fond of peppery, spicy. So you felt it was it was hot. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol hot, do you remember? Or was it or was it just uh you know there's a difference between kind of that that gasoline hot versus So B was spicy. Gas- B was gasoline. Okay. Okay. B right. B was gasoline. Yeah, B mm-hmm. I, I got spicy peppery wasabi. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. You got it. All right. And then on D, you also felt that was hot. Uh, yes, but but I gotta say I, I've Never really uh, thought about this, but I, I think I was experiencing palate fatigue. No, that's real. Well, I was gonna—I yeah. was about to ask this question. Did you go in order? Yes. Okay, because after I got to B and I felt like it was so unpleasant, I just skipped to F. And I waited for a little bit and really soaked up the uh, the coffee smell because mm-hmm. I was just like, 
something was something was happening and 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 it's interesting that she talked about palate fatigue yeah. because uh it started to run together but once I took a step back after B didn't F and some of those ones started like it was ones I didn't care for as much but it it didn't like overwhelm me. Right. So just to recap, we we have some coffee beans here at the table to clear your your nasal palate so you can get your aroma going. And then Mike just described a very irrational and uh, non scientific <laughs> measure of jumping back and forth. Yeah. No, B, fuck B. So I went straight to F. I don't know why or what, but all right, well, whatever worked. Yeah, but okay. So I, just, I I didn't want the C word. <laughs> to, to catch what happened with the B. Yeah, with with C word. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of C <laughs> words over here. Yeah, funky. And um especially when we talk about spitting stuff out. Um right. look, the uh so but what both of you had was B on your list of undesirables. Yes. Okay? All right, very good. Now let's just go in order. Okay. Okay. I don't want to start now and just ask for what your favorites were, but let's go in order and we'll see some of the other things that you noticed and see if anything stood out or was this all just uniform vodka running down the palate? So, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It definitely wasn't uniform. Okay. Um, So run A now. How did you, how did you experience A? That was the first one in. I felt A was a little bit oily, a little bit of afterburn, but it wasn't, it wasn't unpleasant. Um, I didn't get any real other taste or aroma from it, which is why I put neutral, but it was like, uh, I marked it mid-range. Like, it was it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't bad. So neutral, just right down the middle yep. for you. And and if you had to hedge on the bet of I'll drink it again or I won't? Uh, probably not. Very good. <laughs> got a few, uh, got a few drink snobs here today. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. take this shit and run with it. Um, okay, um, we got Mer. Um, I, I got on the nasal palate. I got flowers and herbs, so it smelled yeah. a little, little more pleasant to you. Yeah, yeah. It was creamy, mm-hmm. oily, uh, viscous on the taste. Uh, the finish I thought was was smooth. And pleasant when I was was tasting it, but actually now going back to it after having tasted everything, mm-hmm. not as smooth as I thought it was. Mm. Okay, interesting, interesting. So, so not as smooth. Smelled um, nice. Yeah, it definitely smelled nice. Um, I'm downgrading it from a like to a, a mid, kind of a neutral. Kind yeah, of. neutral. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about it? Do you think it's expensive, cheap, or mid-range price if you were buying it? What do you think it I is? I would not guess that it was expensive. Okay. No. And, and I, Mike? I put it somewhere in the mid-range. Mid-range. So yeah. you guys thought it was mid mid, mid to low, right? Yeah. Low, or cheap to, to, to mid-range. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Now, B, you both hated. Hated it. <laughs> right, right. So, and we talked again about... <laughs> <laughs> this is men on vodka. <laughs> men on vodka. C formation. So... <laughs> Damn, <laughs> we old, but that shit was funny. Um, so now Mike mentioned that he had a hint of sweetness with this one, and that was an off, putting you off a little bit. And then we had a, a both. It was hot, came in hot, and had some uh, harsh afterburn. Okay, it's a little buttery too. So that's interesting, right? That you could still feel that mouth feel that that smoothness, that kind of oiliness, but then. It didn't deliver for you. Yeah, it just took off to hot. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. In saying that, and this is a good point, 
the entire mouth felt hot. Okay. Not just on my tongue. Not, and we'll, we'll just, talk about that a little yeah. bit differently. Do you remember any, anything about that, uh, Merv, whether you, you localized where it was hot? Did it, did it heat up your whole mouth, your cheeks, your, or just the tongue and, and the throat? Uh, the whole whole thing. I, okay. I, I found that it was harsh. Very I, interesting. I definitely detected afterburn. Mm-hmm. You know, this the spiciness and pepper pepperiness. That that was the it was the only one that I really found uh, had the aroma of like alcohol. Very good. You know, alcohol salt. Okay. Okay. C. So C. I felt like flowers a little bit mm-hmm. on the aroma. Yeah, on the mm-hmm. aroma, it was. Uh, a slight hint of sugar, um, more citrus than 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 sugar. Um, well, starting off sounding pretty nice. I mean, we got yeah. a nice aroma. You got, but it wasn't the finish. Just it it wasn't unpleasant. I would say it was okay. It left me. It was the last one I had um, because of your because of your ingenious plan. Yeah, <laughs> <to> <laughs> jump around. <laughs> okay, would, but you, I, would but, you be seen with it in public? Because I like the C word. Because you like the C word. <laughs> Indeed. So would you be seen with it in public? You don't call it unpleasant, but. Nah, she might have to meet me out back. Okay. Yeah. Out back. Uh, expensive, cheap, or mid-range? I think that was a little bit mid-range more than anything. Merv, you called it just flat out unpleasant on yeah, C. You, yeah. you really didn't like I'm that. I'm calling it unpleasant. She's harsh. Mm-hmm. You know, she gave me wasabi. Again, spicy here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Cheap, expensive, mid-range. I'm going to go out on a limb and say cheap. Mm. Nice. We didn't do that on B, cheap, mid-range, or expensive. So B, you both didn't like. You thought it was a little sweet, hot, afterburny, and, and, and harsh. But I actually think B is expensive. You think B is expensive? I think part of the issue with that, and I can be completely wrong and probably will be proven to be wrong until I get my rum, mm-hmm. is that um, <laughs> they went too far with the taste, trying to, to give you something. Oh, um, okay. Okay. And that's why it's so harsh on the, on the palate. You feel like it's, it's manufactured. Yeah. You feel like it's manufactured. What, what about you for that for B again? I said mid range. Mid range. Yeah. Okay. Um, just felt like it was just kind of rough, not refined enough. All right, we're on to D. Watery. It was neutral. It was it was uh, creamy to me. I actually thought it was pleasant mm-hmm. and liked it. Um, thought it was probably more cheap to mid range. Okay. okay. Um, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't overwhelming. Like it wasn't my favorite but mm-hmm. it, it it definitely was mid-range in my level between the the six that we tasted okay okay and merv you referred to it as uh death no no <laughs> he called it harsh he said it did have some burn but that it was creamy yes okay and so that's kind of a, a little bit of pros and cons right, right so right. you kind of didn't like it but it wasn't terrible it sounds like right because if, if i was drinking vodka i would prefer it creamy i i, I do too i, I, I like that mouthfeel it's kind of a coating mm. mouthfeel like yeah. i don't know like buttery right. okay right. And, and it feels you can chew it it's thick in the mouth that, yeah. that feels nice and and to me i i enjoy that so but you like that but you still felt it was a bit harsh yeah okay. definitely and, and part of me i feel like it might be the 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 longing for the texture of Dark liquor, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we're a bit biased here, I think. Uh, no, I think we are because uh, we're used to that chewy, woody, flavor filled. Even yeah. if it's rum, then it is just 
dynamic, substantive. substantive it's just, yeah. It's gonna be, yeah. And yeah. again, the nature of vodka is to be unoffensive, right? right? Uh, it's the tofu of liquor, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to just kind of blend itself in there and, and take to the flavors that you mix it with. Um, unless you live outside of the United States and you drink it straight and appreciate it. Um, right. Okay. So I think Mike, you said it was cheap to mid range. Mervin, you thought D was. <sighs> Don't double guess yourself. Don't double guess. Yeah, sip it up some more. Yeah, take a little taste. I'm going to say cheap. Very good. We're on E. So E, I thought was a little bit viscous, more viscous than than it. But it it gave me like an earthy, like mm-hmm. like grass, like just an earthy uh, smell to it. And it, and to you, is that good or bad when you when you feel that? It's interesting because you don't really you don't really come across that a lot. And maybe some of the white wines and some of the other things, but you don't in liquor. At least I haven't. And so it, it caught me by surprise. But then again. I am a person that went twenty years without drinking gin. Okay. Which is kinda like right, right. the 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 mineral earthy uh, Definitely with the juniper and all yeah. you get a lot more of that herbaceous yeah, flower, sure. you know. But um thought it was uh it was clean. It was one of the ones that I thought was clean. But when I got into the finish it started to get into a harsh. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't really care for it. Didn't care for it. Was he was he was he was good. He came in, he was yeah. beautiful, but his breath stank. Yeah. Okay. Like, and so at the end of it, didn't like the end of it. The finish lost it for you. Yeah. Is it, I, okay. Because we we started off good and then yeah. we finished like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't pay for crap. Mer, what you got? That that's pretty remarkable. Uh, the exact same thing. Really? It, you it, feel the it, same way? It started off beautifully. Mm. Um, the aroma was nice. The taste mm-hmm. was nice. Mm-hmm. It was soft. It was creamy. Uh, and then tender like prom night. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything was going so well until until <laughs> <laughs> her mother showed up. <laughs> yeah, and in it, her overcoat. <laughs> it just it, it finished harsh. And and, you know? and it's funny. And I'll I'll tell you. You know, of course, I drank along with you guys. I actually didn't circle anything except. At the end here, I just put a no sign because mm-hmm. the finish on that to me was so off-putting yeah. and unpleasant that I lost all of those earlier notes of the aroma and the taste. It just and it flipped very quickly. The, as soon as you, you you get a sip of it, it starts to singe, mm-hmm. and then it's a chemical taste to it. And I was not ple- uh, pleased with it. And so that didn't turn you on the chemical taste. Usually <laughs> uh, uh, this time. No. So I, I, I couldn't be more descriptive, but I, it was it was the only hard no that I had out of this group of six. I just I did not like that. One. It was a chameleon. It, it, it's the one that changed the most. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't care for B, but D changed from something that I was like, oh, I can get behind. But mm, no. Okay. No, it didn't turn out right. Let's do the last one. And then after that, we'll, we'll get what you think is your favorites. Okay. So F, we're at F, our final sixth sample. Want to jump in there, Murph? Yeah. So. Now you kept going back to this one. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to like it. I okay. wanted to. Okay. This was the only one that I found watery. Hmm. Yeah. And, you, haven't, um, you haven't used that to describe them yet. Yeah. No, this was the first one. And. Uh, minerally and earthy, really? which I'm not really a fan of. 
hint of sugar, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, slight spicy, but it was okay. It, okay. it wasn't overbearing like like some of the other ones. I found it to be smooth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna guess mid range. Mid range, okay. Yeah. So you want? Why did you want to like it? Was there something about it when you first started to taste it? Like what, what was going on? There was. Um, Maybe it was the hint, the hint of sugar, um, that that just struck me. No, as I as you're talking, I I just I'm going back to it. This is the one that I thought was distinctive in smell. Mm-hmm. Okay, it really jumped out mm-hmm. versus the others. So you know, I was wondering if maybe that's what what got you going. What'd you think, Mike? All right, here's my soliloquy. Oh, so let me get into why I jumped. <laughs> I jumped and was looking for some completely different and F proved to be that one. Um, now I don't know if F moved to the top of my list in terms of like, because I was such a harsh Noah B mm-hmm. there's some science behind that. And I'm sure somebody can tell me <laughs> I cannot, <laughs> I do not know, <laughs> but because it was after B and I took it, my time with it, it was the only one that smelt bready to me. Mm-hmm. And that bready smell gave it a hint of sugar. Now, I wonder if it would have been a little bit of different taste had I just tasted it without smelling it first. That it set it set the taste up it for me. Yeah. It came through because it was smooth because it was already in my head, in my mind. It, it was like some nice home-cooked bread <laughs> with a little sweet smell, you know. So it was smooth, so I ended up liking it. Now... Interesting enough, I went back and just tasted it, and I don't like it as much as I liked it initially. Okay. Um, but I still like it, and I think it's probably mid-range, um, mm-hmm. and I would say slightly expensive. Okay. So, so, your, so your girlfriend, after the worst girlfriend you've ever had in life. Right. It's right. my wife. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. You have to edit that. You edit have to that, edit that. Edit that. You have to edit that. That has to come out. No, you have to take <laughs> all the background that. silence out. And enhance that with an echo. <laughs> but really leave it in, though. <laughs> Hilarious. So let's go. So we only called out a couple for cheap. And I think both you split the difference. Uh, one of you thought C was cheap. One of you thought D was cheap. And only one, I remember, was expensive. Uh, I think Merv said you were going out on a limb with B, thinking it was might, uh, it might be expensive. Or was that you, Mike? That was me. I actually think it was. Uh, you think it was? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You thought they man- were doing too much. Yeah, it was a manufactured taste. So again, did, did you have any Merv that you thought were expensive? That- no, the highest I went was mid range. Mid range. So you thought everything was mid range, and you only thought one of them was cheap. Which which was that? Uh, either C or D, I think. D. D. You thought D was cheap. Okay. All right. Very good. Now, what did you describe as cheap mid-range? Like, what was the the difference in price? Well, the difference in price here, I think, ranges from... Well, let me look at the receipt. <laughs> Sponsored by Just Black Talking. Right, let's see what these <laughs> motherfuckers got me on. Uh, because, uh, I mean, our range here was from $7 up to uh, mid-30s. Okay. Okay. So we have, That's we, have, we have seven, we have teens... And we have 30s here, actually even to 40s. Um, difference was because of this, I didn't buy a full fifth because one, I knew it was terrible. And two, uh, we didn't need but so much of it. So right, right, if you right. bought a fifth of that terrible shit, it will cost you. Um, <laughs> so somebody's breakfast drink is getting spiked tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. 
Do we just reveal what we have and then discuss it? Yeah. All right. Let's see how wrong I was. (laughs) No, I think you guys really did well. And this is the difference between people who drink for the experience versus drinking for effect. Yeah. Okay. And and I say that I don't mean to disparage, but if you're drinking vodka with your Red Bull or some other kind His of thing, pinky was in the air when you said that. <laughs> it was way high too, <laughs> both of them, and my pinky toe. Um, but if you drink vodka and you know you drink for effect, you're not drinking yeah. for taste or flavor. Function. Right? It, it's all function, right? I mean, I mean, you're drinking because you like the taste of soda, totalitarian, uh, or sort of juice, or whatever it yeah. is. When you start drinking things uh, on their own accord, you're drinking for the nature and and the character of those things, and you might be in tune to finding them. So I was actually surprised. So what prompted the beginning of this whole thing was that repeatedly. In taste tests, premium vodkas fall short. <laughs> premium vodkas don't outpace your cheap to mid-range. In fact, over and over, Smirnoff keeps coming out on top in blind taste tests. Probably because they keep it simple. It is the unoffensive approach, mm-hmm. right? Whereas we're getting into a new era of vodka where people are trying to Make it dynamic. They want it to be distinctive, mm-hmm. right? We got bison grass vodka now. We've got all kinds of things that are adding flavors to the vodka to try to give it some character. But mm-hmm. if you're just going for the natural, traditional, unoffensive, neutral spirit, Smirnoff does a pretty good job. Now, let's go through what we had here today and see how we felt about it, okay? Because, and I'm going to cross reference here. So, did anybody have any guesses? I know you guys were were fond of Tito's. Ciroc, Kettle One, did you have any guesses as to, hey, I think that might be this one? Did any of them taste familiar to you? So I got to be honest here. I've never had Ciroc. Okay. I've never had Ciroc, probably because the marketing turns me off. Well, goddamn. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bad boy for life? Uh, Um, I love P. Diddy, but it's just like some of it just... It's it's like Michael Jordan trying to sell you a sailboat. To me, it's just I probably won't buy. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't mean anything disparaging or anything. So about once again, it, but... an irrational uh, methodology used by Mike to get to his answer. So you've just never had rock, so you wouldn't know if you had it or not. No. Okay. All right. Uh, did anything taste familiar or pleasant or not? Nah? Uh to be honest, I want to say E was Smirnoff. Okay, you thought E was Smirnoff. And yep. based on what? You expect it to be bad or cheap or off-putting? I, because something about the mineral, earthy, the creamy, it, it wasn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. It felt middle of the road. It felt like just getting the job done. What was your favorite? I want to say uh, F or... or um, C. No, 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 no. no. D, no. D was my favorite. D or F. Yep. And Mervin? I have A and E as my, my top two. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it without further ado. So A, Grey Goose. <laughs> okay. We graded that as uh, not smooth. Mm-hmm. It's funny that Merv says that was one of his favorites because I believe he came back to it and, and said that specifically. It was not smooth. We graded it as low to mid-range in cost, uh, but 
A is Grey Goose. All right. Okay, which France uh, and their marketing says is the best vodka in the world. Yep. And we just said it's not smooth. And that's it. After burn. Yep. Um, I I had smooth and pleasant for A. Oh, did did Mike, did you say not smooth? I said not smooth after burn, but I did call it uh, mid-range to more. So you don't have a French palate. You don't have a French palate, my brother. (laughs) So Grey Goose made of French wheat and spring water. No croissants for you. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Let's go to B, where you guys got really sedity. Um, <laughs> My pinky was all the way in there. You guys were a mess. It was sweet. You called it hot and gasoline harsh and aftertaste. Savvy. Manufactured. <laughs> Manufactured. They're doing too much. It's Smirnoff. Afterburn. It's Smirnoff. It's Smirnoff. Harsh. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I do have an expensive. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I called it expensive, but cheap. But understand <laughs> that Smirnoff, to this day, is not only the best-selling vodka in the world. It's one of the top ones. Uh, it is, as we did that top 10 list with all those Indian whiskeys, mm-hmm. Uh, at number four, that was the first recognizable name that we had was right, Smirnoff. Right. They're doing something right, and I think it has to do with that approachable style, that kind of unremarkable, not great, not bad mm-hmm. uh, thing about it. But we, at this table, you guys were- Well, and also, I think it has a lot to do with what people drink for. So some people want that harshness. They want that afterburn mm-hmm. because they feel like- Unless they f- get that burn, they're not drinking. I'm not getting any mm-hmm. receipt on this. No purchase right. exactly. on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My wife doesn't win <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will burn my guts out. All right. Well, anyway, B was Smirnoff. C. C. We called it um, harsh, peppery, unpleasant. Mike, what did you have there for C? Kind of pleasant, you you creamy. Didn't, yeah, I, thought, this, I thought it was. Yeah, Merv, Merv was, was not a was, fan of all. It was flowery. We called it mid range, and we called it cheap. Belvedere, <laughs> Belvedere. <laughs> okay, that is. Now you know what's funny. I swear, I, I would have went. You'd have thought B was Smyrna. Belvedere. Yeah, I thought B was Belvedere. Belvedere, in my recollection. Had a very. It stood out, and I remember not liking it. Is one of the ones I like. Least. Yes. But the bottle's so pretty. It is pretty. It, it and, is, is beautiful. And I'll have to say that I did feel some afterburn on it, but honestly... Is Belvedere potato? Uh, uh, Belvedere is Polish rye. Polish rye. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so uh, I was not as unhappy with it today as I remembered being in the past. D, which, Mike, you put down as one of your favorites, Yeah. Uh, we called it neutral. We also called it watery. There was some creamy burn to it. We thought it was cheap to cheap mid range, but we overall liked it. Right? Now, I think D was uh, a hard D hard I no. gave a disliking cheat. Yeah. Oh, you. I'm sorry. I, I don't take good notes when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hopefully, it's not my well alleged favorite wine. Well, D is Tito's. Yeah, I knew I liked it. <laughs> you feel validated? Well, I was right I on the cheap. You were right. Well, not so right on the cheap. Any of the Jackson Fives, I love. (laughs) (laughs) Tito's is running right around $20 a fifth these days versus Smirnoff, which is right around $13. So Tito's price. One of my favorites. Yeah, Tito's price is is creeping up as their popularity creeps up. So they're, they're. 
approaching that not so cheap. I was just about to ask you, did yeah. they raise the prices? Because it's come up. It used to be more sixteen dollar ish. Now let me yeah. tell you something about Tito's too, and this is again unscientific, like Mike is. <laughs> Tito is just an easy bottle to pour too. The Grey Goose and how big it is oh. and the long. You think there's some ergonomics to this? It's just an easy bottle to pour. It sounds sound a little bit off, but Tito's and um, Kettle One, you grab it short, boom, pour so it. Grey Goose doing too much. Grey Goose doing too much with the with, with that and Belvedere with his long neck. Yeah, and all <laughs> of that. Long neck. All of that. All sedidious. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was Tito's, fellas. Number five. I think we all gave. Universal thumbs down too, didn't we? Uh, yeah, it was, um, that was the e? poor finish. Yeah. yeah, e e poor finish on e started off great. It good started off great. That was the thing. It started off great and then it faded and did not yeah, do well. I, I wanted to like it. I yeah. wanted to. Well, it's made of winter wheat. It's from Sweden. It's Svedka. Uh-huh. Svedka. Svedka. I gotta be honest, I had never tasted this. It is I the have. cheapest of our samples. No the wonder. cheapest of our samples. But it is wildly popular. You'll find it, I think, on airlines and at resorts. No, you do find it. Yeah. So, I lied. Because I knew it. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> I knew it. My screwdrivers. Uh-huh. Always. Because I think it's Delta. Delta. I don't want the airline, but I know it's, I know it's a brand of an airline and I know they rock oh, it. It hard. might be Southwest. Because I ride the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't mind it when it's blown in with that terrible orange juice. No. So Swedish Svedka, we thought finished like kerosene. Yes. Okay, not good. And number six, letter F, which we called mid-range, a hint of sugar, a little watery. Bready. Bready, minerally like earthy. Right, smooth. Mike put it down as one of his favorites. You called it very smooth. Mm-hmm. Ciroc. Wow. Ciroc. I knew I love P. Diddy. I now, have to go back to P. Diddy. Yeah, see, after all that P. Diddy shit you <laughs> just talked a minute ago, I just don't like the marketing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit. Maybe maybe it's because he was with J-Lo for a little bit. I don't maybe, know. Maybe he was that. I knew he stole your girl back in the day. I knew it. <laughs> it, it you know, that's the way it goes, but... That's the one that I found distinctive. This is the only one of our samples that's made from grapes exclusively. And that might add to that that floral note, those smells and aromas that we got from it. It also might add to that hint of sweetness that we got from it. So, you know, we have some we have some folks, we have some Ciroc loyalists out there that would say, I knew it, I would have guessed it too. I knew it. But um I, I'm not so sure. Honestly, I went into this with a bias based on mm-hmm. those those reports and, and things. I thought Smirnoff was going to really do well. I think that you guys, your palates and your distinctiveness, you really kind of kicked it out early. What I found personally that I actually liked, I did like Ciroc, of course. Um, I like Tito's. I thought Tito's was slightly less offensive than than Smirnoff was. And you'd never get carpal tunnels trying to pour that glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most, yeah, most importantly. Most importantly. Most importantly. Because fuck the taste. Yeah. I don't give a shit about taste. Uh, the ergonomics of the bottle were, were uh, highly thought out. So, well, anyway, so we just ran through uh, some unremarkable um, vodkas. I do have a little bit more respect for them. They do have nuances. They do have distinctions between them. 
But again, if you're not drinking this stuff straight, I don't think it matters. And if you're at the bar or the club and you're spending the difference between, you know, $18 for your drink or $10 for your drink. I promise everybody you're getting Svetka. Yeah, he's getting Svetka all day. No matter what the bottle looks yeah. like, you're getting Svetka. Yeah, he's definitely going to give it to you. It doesn't matter. He's he's going to do that. But Is this insider information? Just from, consider from a- consider your source. Guys, I think everyone should take a, a moment and really find out what it is that you actually like to drink as opposed to what you've maybe been marketed to or conditioned to or you think is cool to do because you're just kind of throwing money out there. I mean, we, right. you know. You are. And, and, and I got to say, when I roll to my cabinet, I ask myself one question. How am I feeling today? That decides my drink. As yeah. I, as I gan- uh, glance over Merv's shoulder here, <laughs> I'm not feeling vodka-y. <laughs> okay. But, um, and Blanton's has gotten hard to, to find lately, but I have three bottles in the house. If you That's would, why you're my best friend. Hey, man, if you would just reach over your shoulder and bring something over here so we can have a proper drink uh, to end this bullshit we've been doing. But look, y'all, uh, that's vodka taste testing from, uh, from three idiots that don't know much about it. But I challenge all of you. I don't think that there is enough distinction between the common and popular vodkas to warrant the hike in price. Or the prestige that you get. And quite frankly, if you out at the club or the bar and you think that ordering Belvedere instead of Smirnoff is what's going to put you over the edge with that little thing you was trying to pick up that night, you yeah. probably, yeah, you need no, to I, stick I with the C word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I definitely co-signed um, before today, you know, wasn't, didn't really think it was that big of a deal. But the blind taste test, you know, I, I'm a true believer that that is really the only way to say for sure what you like, what you don't like, and what your quote-unquote favorite vodka is. Because mm-hmm. I, I know so many vodka snobs that, you know, my my vodkas, I can only drink Grey Goose, I can only drink Belvedere, I can only drink, you know, and, and really, I, I think watching it come out of the bottle really does have an it impact. It has a magical mm-hmm. effect, yeah. yeah. It yeah. really has so a magical effect. You are buying an image of who you want to be based mm-hmm. on that marketing. And look, this is not unique. Uh, to vodka, but I think it has a special hold in the liquor industry when it comes to vodka because right. it's such a neutral spirit. It, it doesn't, mm. it doesn't bring anything to the party on its own accord. Right. So it really is about how we sold it to you and what imagery you think it imparts to you that night. Does it make you feel cooler? Does it make you feel handsome or, or pretty? Um, I think that, wait, we can still use handsome and pretty, right? Uh, I think I could be both. Oh, yeah, well, shit. shit. Right. I'm pretty damn handsome. Pretty damn. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, I think we're done. All right. Just Black talking. We did a little bit of vodka testing. Eh, seeing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>